Yibamot Daf Lamed Amasechet dedicated to Ashurima Shimon Ben Simcha in the Refanelo. B'toch Shar Chodah Amo Yisrael. And we begin on Daf Lamed, and we're going to start right on top of the Amud Matnitin Shilosha Achim. Three brothers, Shneim Mem Nisuim Shtei Hayot. Two of the brothers Reuven and Shimon are married to two sisters. Behad Nasuin Nochrit Levi is married to a. Regular lady, not related to the two sisters, met died, and obviously his wife cannot fall to the uven because it is a hot ishto. So Levi made you boom on the wife of Shimon, which is no problem to do that. Vamet, and now Levi died without children. So now you have a uh, sister, and you have a. Tzara or Tzara, actually it was first. So you have a, a non-related first. It's important to remember that. The non-related was first. If he was married to a Nukhrit, we'll call her. Uh, and then you have the, the sister. So now it's uh, back to Mishnah number one in the Masechet. Harishona Yutza Mishu Machot Isha. So the, uh, the first wife, being the first wife of Shimon that fell to Levi, so she obviously is an edva, so she cannot fall to the uven because it's a hotisha ushniya, which is called eshet levi mishum tzadata. She becomes tzadat edva, so she she doesn't fall as well. Now asaba ma'amar, if if the, let's say uh, the Shimon died, so Levi didn't uh, marry the sister. He didn't make ibum on the sister. He just made ma'amar. Vamet, and then he died. Nochrit holetzit velomet yabemet. So Nochrit in that case uh, makes halitzah uh, uh, because there is a connection over here. The Ma'amad doesn't make her, uh, you know, a full wife. Ma'amad really is uh, is nothing technically. Midrabanan it's only. So therefore, midoraita you have to fall. She falls. She's not married, so you don't have to set out Exactly, but he did something. So midrabanan. It's Sarat Erva, so therefore, that is the that is the first Mishnah. And the other one goes free because she's a Hotisha, she's an Erva. Correct. Make Halitza on the Tsara, she's still considered a Hotisha with Rabbanan because she made the Ma'amar, therefore, Halitza on the uh, on the Tsara. Right. Nukhrit, Holetzet, Velo Mityabemet. Okay, now let's go to the Gemara. Ta'ama da'avad ba'ma'amar. Very important point. It's only because uh, Levi made ma'amar, and that's why uh, we consider it sarat sarat uh, erva, because there was a ma'amar over here. So the ma'amar brought her in. That's why you cannot make a yibum over here. Ha'lo'avad ma'amar. But if you didn't make ma'amar, nukhrit yibumena b'yabema. And if she didn't make uh, Ma'amah, so that she wasn't married to uh, Levi. She wasn't married to Levi. The Tzara, Levi's wife, should not be a Sutere Uven. Because there's no Tzara over there. He didn't make a Ma'amah. So when we're going to learn to me, Amar of Nahman, very important to remember. This is Rab Nahman's opinion. Zotomeret, Enzika, Vafilu, Behad. Behad, Aha. So first of all, you see from the Mishnah, there's no Zika. Because if there was a Zika, what do I care if he made a Ma'amah or not? Bottom line, when Shimon dies, his wife... Automatically is connected to Levi. There's a zika, so therefore automatically that tzara will be a tzarat erva from the zika. The fact that it wasn't the zika that made the tzarat erva was the ma'amar. So you see over here that 
and Zika. Also, you see, even though there's only one brother, there's only one legitimate brother here that can marry this sister. It's off. So therefore, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's only Levi. And still, we're saying in Zika, Afilu Behad. So that's a very important hadus. Uh, because we said that maybe those that hold uh, that uh, in Zika, but the woman there's one brother, it's automatic. And I'm not saying for this Mishnah, you see, even the only brother that was viable, and still we're saying in Zika. So that's the first Mishnah. Now let's get to the second Mishnah. It's going to sound similar to the first Mishnah. The Gemara will ask what the hadus is over here. Three brothers to one married to two sisters, which is exactly the same case as the last Mishnah. You have Reuven and Shimon married to two sisters, and Levi is married to a Nochrit. Met Hanasui Nochrit. Okay, there is where this case changes. Levi died. Now, Levi died, no problem. Any of the brothers could pick up the Nochrit. One of the brothers that married to the sisters picked her up. That's Ksay Shimon married the wife of Levi. So far, there's no problem at all. Vamit. Okay, so now what happened? Now Shimon died without children. Those two wives are going to fall to the Uven. The problem is, his two wives cannot fall to the Uven because one of them is Ahot Ishto. And therefore, it's going to not only make the Ahot Ishto, she's out, it's all going to, it's going to infect the Tzara. So that's also not going to be able to focus. It's going to be tzarat erva. So the Mishnah says, "Harishona yotzet mishum achot isha." Okay. Shimon's wife is going to be yotzah without anything because of achot isha. We call that an erva ushniya, which is that the original wife of Levi that now uh, fell to Shimon also goes out mishum tzarata. Asaba ma'amar vamet, which means let's say after Levi died, Shimon. Made ma'amar in the uh, in the nochrit. Okay, so now it's rabbinical. Now he's married quasi. Uh, so the din is nochrit holetzet velo mityabemet because it's not really a tzarat ervam in the oraita because the ma'amar is really not a you know uh, a marriage. So technically, Shimon uh, was not married to the uh, uh, to the to the nochrit, and therefore that doesn't become a tzarat erva. However, since the ma'amar is something, you cannot make yibum. So again, the deen is, Asaba ma'amar vamet, after Levi died, Shimon did not make yibum on the nukhrit, and he just made a ma'amar, so she doesn't become infected to the extent where you can't do anything to her. And the deen is, nukhrit honetzet, halitza is needed, uh, by the uven, makes a halitza on her, because she's not considered salat ervam in a Torah, because again, he did not make yibum, he only made a, Ma'amar, so she's not infected by the erva. She can't make a yibum on her because she didn't make a ma'amar, so therefore, cholet said, ve'lo mitjabem. There was no ma'amar. That's the Gemara's next time. Whenever you have a ma'amar, you die. I'm not going to get Okay. Okay. Gemara asks right away, "Hatulamali." What do we need this case over here? It's really very similar, really, to the to the case that we had in the previous Mishnah. We really we're talking about tzarat ervas, the ma'amad element. So therefore, what did you really need 
two cases for. <coughs> and now the Gemara is not even saying what you need two cases for. Already you told me the bigger Hadush in the last Mishnah. The last Mishnah is a bigger Hadush than this Mishnah. So once you told me the bigger Hadush in the last Mishnah, what do you have to tell me the lesser Hadush in this Mishnah? Why is that so? Uma. First of all, the Gemara says, Hainu Hach, meaning it's the same principles that are working over here. And then the Gemara says, we can make a Kavachom at Hashta. Uma Hatam, which is in the first Mishnah, Da Hotisha, Vyatsara, Lenukrit, where the Hotisha is the Sara to the Nukrit, which means it's an easier case as to a Mahmir. She's the original wife, was the Heter wife. Levi's wife was the Nukrit. She was, she was permissible. When Shimon died, so it's the Hotisha that came second. So the Sarah originally really was the primary wife, the Nukhrit Akola. The Nukhrit was the primary wife. So there's a sad to say, even if she was the primary, she still gets uh, 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 out when the Hotisha comes in. Is Zakuk. Well, not Zakuk, or is, uh, is uh, we said Enzika. So we said Zika. Yes, Zika. Right. So therefore, but you see what? She came second. So there, uh, when the Hotisha was first, like in Amishnah, well, she was the main wife. So therefore, local Shekin. The says, Amat Nukhrit Asura. And you still said Nukhrit is Asura, even though she was there first. And then she was Mutar, technically, and she only became Asura once the, uh, the, uh, the Ahot uh, became uh, Zakuk. Here, the Tzarat Isha was married to uh, Shimon already. So Shimon had the Ahot Isha. She was Asura already. And then the Nukhrit became a Tzarat to her. Local Shekin. But I'm saying, uh, first of all, it's the same dynamics. And then second, third of, uh, second of all, it's a Kavach Homer. Gemara comes along and says, actually there was a reversal over here. The Tana didn't have his opinions that he has. Now, the Tana's opinion in both cases is you cannot go not with the Tzara and you cannot obviously go with the Erva. But the Tana did not always hold like that. So therefore there was a reversal. The Gemara says, Tana hach Tana Beresha. The Tana actually wrote our Mishnah first. And he really held that it's only Asur in our Mishnah because the Ahotisha was the main wife. And then the Tzara, which was the Nukhrit, came in. Only when the Ahotisha was the main wife, then the Tzara came in through a Ma'amar, then already he's going to be Asur. But actually he held in the first Mishnah where the Tzara was the main, where the Nukhrit was the main wife, he wasn't Asur. And therefore he held initially it was going to be Mutab. The voice is Behach Hazyalehetera, meaning Mishnah number one, he thought to say is going to be Mutar, Vesharia. And therefore he didn't, he didn't have to write it. He didn't write the case. He only wrote this Al Mishnah, the case of Isur. Vehadar Hazyal Isura. And then he contemplated it and said, you know what? It's going to be Asur nonetheless. Which means even in the case where she was there first and the Hotisha then came in, it's still going to be Asura. Ve'aidi the Habivale Akdema. And since it was Habib, why was it Habib to him, this Mishnah? Because it came through Amilut. First he held Asur, Mutar. Then he held Mutar. So when you have a, you know, you have to go back and forth, it's Habib to the Tanah. So he put that case first. Now once you put that case first, you don't need the second Mishnah. As we said, it's a Kavah Homer. However, the Mishnah Gibbara says, U Mishnah lo Once you have a Mishnah that you wrote it already, even though it's a lo zuve en sadik lo marzu, we kept it. Mishnah lo So you got the history of what happened over here? The rabbi originally only wrote the second Mishnah. And the second Mishnah was coming to tell us that if the Achot Isha was there first, and then the Tzarak, the Nukhrit came in, 
that this case is going to be Asura because she was the main wife. But in the case where the main wife is the Nukhrit, and then the, the Erva came in, Mutar. And that Mishnah didn't even exist. Mutar didn't feel you have to tell us. Then he changed his mind, and he had to write a Mishnah to come and tell me it's Asur. Okay, well, why did he write it first? He wrote it first because it was Habib to him. Now, it's true. Once you write that first Mishnah, you don't have to write the second Mishnah because it's a Kavah Omer. He wrote it anyway because Mishnah Lozaza Mimeko. Now we get to the next Mishnah. Shloshachim. Three brothers. They eventually wanted to be Shnaim Behem, Nesuim, Shteachayot, they married the two sisters. That's the two sisters. Okay, one of the two one of the brothers died, let's say Shimon. So obviously the Reuven cannot marry the sister, Tsachotisha, so the only one that's viable is Levi. And Levi actually made Yibu. So therefore now Levi has one of the sisters and the Nukhrit. Umeta Ishto Shil Shini. Here's a beautiful case. And now we're starting to talk about when the ladies start dying. Till now, no ladies died. Till now, the, the brothers were always dying. But now, of a sudden, so now, once the Uven's uh, wife dies, technically, or technically, Shimon's, uh, uh, well, well, Shimon's wife that's now married to Levi is not going to be Asur to him because Ahot Isha is only Asur Behayeha. But now it's not. Then Levi died. So now technically his wife's sister is falling to him, or his former wife's sister is falling to him. So the deen is, doesn't matter. She is forbidden to him because of a hot ishto. Why? Once we have a rule, once she was Nesra Alav Mishum. Let's say a hotisha or she remains a surah forever. And what happened? Initially, when Shimon died, she could not fall to the Uven. Because the Uven's wife was still alive. At that point, she was a surah. She could only fall to Levi. Granted, now when Levi made your boom and the Uven's wife died and she fell from Levi, technically she should be permissible, but she's not. Because once she's a surah, Mishum, uh, and therefore Yibum is not viable. So we look at her as always being Asu Ra. She can never become permissible again. I want to read that she in that. Shimon's wife died? Shimon's wife. Yeah, wife exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'll give you the case again. Okay. You have the uh, Uven and Shimon married to two sisters. Levi's married to a Nukhri. Shimon died. And now Levi took the sister. After that, Reuven's wife died. Now Levi died after that. Now the two girls are going to fall to Reuven. Technically, you would have said that he could fall to Reuven. It's not his wife's sister because his wife died already. Kamash Malan, that since when Shimon died, the sister could not fall to Reuven because it's a hot isha. She's a at that point. Even though now she's falling. Doesn't matter. She formed Levi after his wife died. Doesn't matter. Even though the Nochrit now is falling to Reuven. Well, she's a Sarat She's also she's Sarat Erva. It's both are Asura. But I do she's a Hotisha's Asura, even though she's not a Hotisha. Hotisha is only Behayeha. The Uven's wife is not alive, so technically the wife should be Mutar. And the reason why she's not Muteret, and, and ultimately she'll also say the Tzara because of but we have to deal with the Hotisha. The Hadush of Iris, since when Shimon died, she couldn't afford to the Uven because it's a Hotisha and she was Behayeha. 
even though now she's falling from Levi when the woman's wife is not alive, therefore he would have said, hey, it's a regular which is permissible. Sorry, once you felt it, once you couldn't fall to your boom once, finished. Once an Eva, always an Eva, as the saying goes. Okay, now just just, just read, read, read Rashi for a second. Rashi is obviously very simple here. They have a Shana, Shahadi Shona. Very good. When she fell from Shimon. She fell from Shimon. No, Yibum Halitza. No, she's a Doraita Eva, and therefore she's also a Tzara, and therefore Reuven does nothing. Now the Gemara comes along and says, Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav Kol Yibama, She'en Ani Koreba, Mish'at Nefila, Yibama Yabo Aleha, Harei Ke'eshet Ish, She'yesh La Banim Ba'asura. Which is the principle that we just said. Harei Hu Ke'eshet Ah, Harei Ke'eshet Ah, She'yesh La Banim Ba'asura. That once already a lady falls and uh, she cannot fall to Yibum once, because it's Asura at that time, even though she might fall later on, doesn't matter. She's considered in Halakha as an Eshet Achshi Eshla Banim, which is another way of saying not subject to Yibum, because the only ones that are subject to Yibum is Eshet Ach She'en Labanim. We look at it as Eshet Achshi Eshla Banim, which means, like we said before, once she's Asura in the initial falling, she remains Asura, even though in the second falling the dynamics changed, it doesn't matter. We look at that. Lady, like that brother, as an eshet ah, she yesh la banim, and therefore she la. It's like she has children. If she has children, she doesn't fall to yibum. Husband died. Yeah, but the husband doesn't have children. The lady, if the lady has children, she doesn't fall to yibum. Because the man's a lady. Well, the husband's dead. No, she had it from. I know she had it. She didn't. She had it. She was she had it from 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 Martian. She had it from Mazda. What's the matter with what's the matter with the statement? Eshet ah she yesh labanim. What's 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 problematic with that statement? It's not if you look at the husband doesn't have any children. Let's say he married somebody who had children. It's eshet ah she yesh labanim from the husband that died. Okay, no yibum. Anyway, the Gemara comes along and says. Barak comes along and says, What are you teaching me over here? Tanina. That's our Mishnah, by the way. I mean, you have Amar of Yudah Marab teaching me something that is. This is a Mishnah. Harezu Asura Alav Olamit. So, therefore, that's basically the rule that's being said over here. Since she was in Isra Alav Shahat, so therefore she remains Asura forever. So, what, what, what are you telling me over here? Now, the tema. Like in this case over here. In this case over here, when Shimon died, she wasn't Ra'ui Benefila Rishona because Reuven's wife was still alive. And therefore, it's a hot isha. And therefore, in that case, I'll say that's not a, that's a deal breaker. Reuven's wife died. Right. But in the case where there be the uya libum, benefilari shona, what would it be a case that would should be the uya benefilari shona? Let's say the Uven's wife died before uh, Levi uh, uh, took uh, made yibum. So in that case over there, I would have thought emma tishteri. Maybe I could say it's mutar because 
now already nobody made you boom yet. Therefore, I would have thought that once Levi makes you boom already, now it's like considered falling from Levi. You know, if Levi made you boom at a time that it was Asura, so therefore Levi made a boom at the time that the sister was alive. If Levi made a boom when the sister was alive, so at the time of his boom, Reuven couldn't have done it. However, if Reuven's wife died, and therefore when Levi made the boom, technically it was permissible, so if I would have thought uh, that that case, when Levi ultimately dies, that she'll be permissible. And therefore, Kamash Malan, that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether uh, the Uven's wife died after the Yibum, or even if she died before the Yibum of Levi, it's still going to be Asura. That's the Hadush of the, of the, uh, of the statement. Of the statement. And if she died before it's, 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 Shimon, there's no, there was no moment of there's no moment of Yisuda. And then he could technically make you boom with her or Levi. Correct. This is only talking about over here. It's after. Was after. So it doesn't matter whether it was before the Yibum of Levi or after the Yibum. The Yabarasa, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Hanami Tanina. We learned that in the Mishnah Lamed Bet coming up. Same case. Now you're gonna have to show me a case where the Uven's wife died before the Yibum was made. And still, it's going to be Asura always to the Uven. Where do you see that? From a Mishnah. Shne Achim. Okay, easier case. The Uven and Shimon. The Suim Shte Ahayot. Obviously, they're married to two sisters. What else is new? Met Echad Mehem. Let's say the Uven died without children. Veharkach Meta Ishto Shel Sheni. Ah, now Shimon obviously was not able to make you boom with Ishto Shel Uven. But guess what? Before he made Yibum, it has to be before Yibum because he couldn't make Yibum. What happened? Uven's wife uh, died. Uh, so technically, maybe now you'll say it was before Yibum, and therefore there was never really a sha'at of uh, when she fell to Yibum. That nobody made Yibum to make her a surah. The, the Yibum didn't start yet. Maybe she should be permissible. But it says no. Even before the Yibum. So what do you see from over here? That when a uh, lady who's asura, even before one of the brothers makes she boom, and then she becomes permissible, she still remains forbidden. In this case over here, Shimon died. Did Reuven make you boom? Couldn't make you boom, so it's before you boom. And then what happened? Reuven's wife died. And still we're saying what? It is asura for him to make... Uh, so therefore we know that rule also. So what is the chitush of Rav Yudah that you tell me that I don't know from a... Mishnah, either over here or Mishnah on Lamed Bet. And the Gemara says, I would have thought, Hatamu, in that case over there where there's only two brothers, mm-hmm. over there's only one brother. So when there's only one brother, she was pushed away because there's no other brother that she's even viable to. So in a case where there's no other, but she's not, she's not viable to anybody. So that means she's pushed away Legamri because she could not marry the Uven because it's a hot isha. In that uh, case, we're going to say what? Uh, she's going to be pushed away Legamri. Abalaka, where you have another brother, you have three brothers in our case, which means when Shimon died, she could be married to Levi. And therefore she wasn't Nitrit. So there was maybe she, since she wasn't Nitrit, somebody else could pick her up. Maybe yeah, she doesn't become Asura to Reuven when Reuven's wife dies. So therefore, meaning she wasn't pushed away from the house of Levi, Legambre, Emma, Migo, Dehazia, Lehai. 
since she's already reuya to go to the one that's nasui lenochrit, which is Levi, haja nami lehai should be permissible even to hide to the uven after the wife dies. Kamash that even in that case with his three brothers, she is not going to be permissible. Okay, Rabotai. Yeah. All right, Rabotai, we continue the next Mishnah. Shlosha Achim. Shnaim mehem nesuim shte achayot. So again, we have three brothers, Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Two of them, Reuven and Shimon, are married to two sisters. Ve'echad nesui nochrit, Levi is married to the nochrit. Kiresh echad meba'ale achayot etishto. Now we have a new case. One of the brothers, will call him Shimon, divorced his wife. Okay, now once he divorces his wife, technically she's out of the picture. And now what happened? Met nesui nochrit. Now Levi dies without children, and his wife, who's the Nukrit, which really doesn't matter, falls to Reuven uh, and Shimon. So Shimon now takes the wife of Levi. And now what happens? Vamit. And now he died, the Megaresh, without children. So now you have the Nukrit falling to Reuven. So the question is is that Nukrit going to be? Asura, how could she be Asura? Only because that Shimon was married to the Uven's sister at a certain point. However, he divorced her. And she said to divorced her, she's out of the picture. If you remember, we learned on Mishnah, on that bit. This was the case of Zeusha Amos, who he said on that bit, Vichulan, Shemetu, Onit Garishu, Sarotehem, Utarot. In this case, we see Nit Garishu, Ometu, that Sarah is muteret. Let's just speak it out again. Since Shimon divorced his wife, even though later on he ended up marrying the Nukhrit, the Nukhrit could fall now to Reuven. Because the Nukhrit is not considered the Sarah of uh, Reuven's sister. Because Shimon divorced her. And the rule is, Shimon divorced Reuven's wife's sister. And therefore... She's out. Therefore, she doesn't have any problem of, uh, you know, making an erva to oser the tzara. That's the deen of the Mishnah. Okay? You want to read that in uh, Rashi? We can read Rashi. Matnitin. That's right, which means she, they were never together. The tzara was never together married with Ahot Reuven. Shimon divorced the sister first and then made Yibum. So therefore they never were together. So they were never together. The Ahot cannot infect the Tzara and therefore make a Asura on the Uven. Very good. Page one or page two, however you want to call it. So the Gemara comes along and begins. Uh, so now the Gemara wants to be medayik in the order that this Mishnah set up the case. The way the Mishnah set up the case was the Giresh. That what happened, Shimon was Megaresh, uh, the sister. And then what happened, and then Levi died. It has to happen that way. But let's say Levi died... So at that point when Levi died, so now you have over here a zika. Because what's going to happen? The, the tzara, or this nukhrit, will fall to Shimon. 
And if you hold yesh zika, so therefore it's like he's married to uh, this nochrit uh, and married with the sister as well. So therefore, even when he dies, subsequently, it's not going to matter because they were married for a certain time, and therefore it's a tzarat erva. So the Yabara says, Amar Rav Asher, Rav Asher learns from this, Zotomeret yesh zika afilu tre'ahe, that there is zika even with two brothers. Because over here, you have Reuven and you have Shimon. You have two brothers that are Shayach Teres Nochrit. But over here, that even though there's two brothers, there's still a Zika, and if it's as if she's connected to Shimon, I'll say better. It's as if she's married to Shimon, Ki'ilu, because the Zika is like a marriage. And therefore, when Shimon, but I need to know Shimon. So when Shimon dies, so therefore the Tzara is going to be Asura, because she was married together with the Hotre Uven. And therefore, we're holding Yezika. So it's very important to remember what we're doing here. We had a previous Mishnah, and in the previous Mishnah that we learned earlier this morning, we learned a statement of Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman said on the first Mishnah of today's Dab, Zotomeret Enzika. And now we have a Mishnah, and Rav Asher is saying, from this Mishnah we're saying, Yes, Zika. So let's just keep that mahloket in the front of our minds because we're going to play with it now, back and forth. That's a very important mahloket between Rav Asher and Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says what? En Zika. Afilu Bechad. But the point is En Zika. And Rav Asher is going to say what? Yes, Zika. This mahloket is very important because we're going to play with it. There's going to be another mahloket between uh, the, uh, the rabbis. Now let's begin. Rav Asher, you are holding what? You will have the question of Rav Nachman. What was the question of Rav Nachman? In the first Mishnah, we had three brothers. And then we said what? One of them died and the other brother made a ma'amar on the nukhrit. And we said, oh, he made a ma'amar on the nukhrit. So that's considered as if he's married to the nukhrit. And therefore, when he dies, Reuven cannot make yibum on the tzara. Because they were married together, ahot ishto. The ma'amar made them married. And if you remember, Rabbi Nachman said, only because there was a ma'amar. But if there wasn't a ma'amar, nothing would be a problem. Reuven would be allowed to marry the nukhrit. Why? Because in... And Zika. And therefore, very good. So Rav Nachman was able to answer the Mishnah, why the Mishnah had to be more kimit in the case of Ma'amar. But according to Rav that says, Yesh Zika, why did the original Mishnah have to give us a case of Ma'amar? Even without Ma'amar, Yesh Zika, and therefore the Uvein will not be allowed to marry the Tzarad. You don't need to give you a case of Ma'amar. Which means, Rav Nachman was able to answer that question. The justification of Ma'amar is because without Ma'amar, in Zika. That's why you need Ma'amar. But according to you, Rav Asher, that anyway says, yes, Zika. So therefore, you don't need to tell me that they made Ma'amar. The fact that Levi died, automatically it's enough to make it already as if they're married. Therefore, when Shimon ultimately dies, she's going to be Asunat to the because of the Zika. Very good. So the Gemara says, "In Achiname, Amar lechar avasheh, who adin da'afagav de lo avad ba ma'amar." Really, you're right. 
even without the ma'amar, nochrit, mechlats, chalsa, yibumel, lo yibama. Only the Uven were able to make halitza under nochrit and not yibum, because again, there was a zika with shimon. Uh, so what did you tell me ma'amar for? Ve'adiktani ma'amar, la'apuke betshamay. It's coming to exclude bet shamay da amre ma'amar kone kinyan gamur. Remember we said bet shamay yesterday's that holds that ma'amar is kone kinyan gamur min Torah. And therefore when Levi makes ma'amar <coughs> on the wife of Shimon, it's considered his wife from the Torah. And therefore that's considered a sarat irva min Torah. And therefore the Uven would not be allowed to make anything on the, uh, not on the irva, not on the Sarah, because it's Ahot Ishto, and therefore he's married, and therefore that's what's coming to tell us, no, we don't hold like Bet Shammai, we hold that Mamar is not Koneh, and therefore you have to make a Halitza on the Sarah, Kamashmanan Delo, Kebet Shammai. So Bet Shammai would hold, you don't have to do Halitza either. Nothing, she's Sarah Terva, she's Sarah Terva. And that's why we gave the curse of Ma'amar. Now, Puke, even without the Ma'amar, the brother cannot uh, go make you boom. Because bottom of the Zika, the Zika ruined it. Uh, so what do you have to tell me, Ma'amar? You didn't need Ma'amar. You didn't need Ma'amar. Puke, Because Bet-Shamay would say the Ma'amar is binding. And therefore, what happens when uh, Levi makes the Ma'amar as if he's married now to the sister, married to the sister, with, and then when he dies... So therefore she becomes a tzarat erva, erva with a tzarat to the brother Reuben. Therefore Reuben would do nothing. Kamashwan, no, you have to make a halitza. Okay, now the Gemara is going to go the other way. Which means Rav Nachman said in the first Mishnah, he wanted to say, en zika. And that's why the first Mishnah had to give a case of ma'amar, because why? Without the ma'amar and zika. However, how is he going to learn this Mishnah? Amishnah, let's review Amishnah again, Rabotai. Amishnah was talking about three brothers. Two of them are married to two sisters. And one of them was married to a nukri. Shimon divorced his wife. That's one of the sisters. And then what? And then Arkak um, Levi died. Okay, so Levi died. So now what happens? When Levi dies, Shimon takes uh, the Nukhrita. Mm-hmm. And now when, uh, when Shimon dies, mm-hmm. there should be no problem for the Uven to take the Nukhrit because he already divorced her. So the Gebara said, uh, It's only because he divorced her and then Levi Died. Aval met But let's say Levi died. Right away you have a zika. And therefore, that's why that same it said Giresh Vamet. But if it was met and then Giresh too late. Because at the time of the Mitah, there's a zika between the Nochrit and Shimon's wife. And therefore when Shimon dies, the woman's not gonna be able to Even though he divorced her. Even though he divorced her later. Before he died, but it doesn't matter. Because since there was a zika, she's considered sarat erva at that point over there. That's why Rabbi Asher said from this Mishnah, you see what? Yesha zika. But, but that's the point. But the point is, according to Rabbi Asher, sorry, according to Rabbi Nachman, that says in the zika, 
So lechaora, so how is he going to learn the Mishnah? Which is, if you hold enzika, so lechaora, what's going to be the problem? The problem is, if you hold enzika, so therefore the Mishnah is going to be permissible either way. Even if it's it, should, exactly, it shouldn't make a difference that even if Levi uh, died, and then Shimon was Megadesh, since there's no Zika, so she didn't fault him, and therefore, once he ultimately divorces, and then marries the Nochid, Nochid should still be permissible to Reuven. So therefore, why, how is Rav Nachman going to learn the Mishnah? Why did the Mishnah have to say, Tavka Gidesh Vamet, the Mishnah for the same amount of money could have said, Met Vegidesh. That's the question on Rav Nachman. Really, maybe it's in Echanami that Huadin met and then Giresh and the Sarah will still be permissible to the Uven when Shimon dies. Ela Zuhi Mai. Okay, so then you have a problem. You have a problem because the Mishnah said at the end of the case, Zuhi Sheamru. This is the case that we said, Now, if you're learning, like we learned according to Rab Asher, we know, if met But if you're saying that there's no difference between or met they're both the same thing. Once he's I don't care when, it's going to be Sarata Muteret. So therefore, what is the zoo coming to Le'apukeh? So the Gebarah says, I'll tell you what it's coming Le'apukeh. It's coming Le'apukeh, Le'me'ute kanas ve'harkach kiresh. The obvious case, which means, let us say <coughs> that what? Uh, that Shimon was kanas the uh, nochrit. Once he was kanas the nochrit, now the Nukrit is married with the sister at the same time. I don't care if he divorces her subsequently. It's going to be forbidden to the Uvem because bottom line, it was Sarata Erba, because bottom line, they were married together. Yabra says, the Me'ute Kanas, when Shimon took the Nukrit, now the Gebra says, that is going to be Talui on a different mahloket that we had above. The mahloket that we had above was was legabe, a mahloket between Avrilmiyah and Ravah. Abotai, we'll go back now. We have a mahloket between Avrilmiyah and Ravah. Let me go back and remind you of that mahloket. It's a very important mahloket. We're now going to introduce it. We had a stira. If you remember, we had a stira on that Yudgimal Amudrishon. Over there, we had a stira between Yudgimal and Daf Bet. What did it say over here? Over there, it said, Yibem Shimon Techila et Eshet Levi. If let's say Shimon was Miyabem Eshet Levi, okay, which is our case that we're talking about now, Baharka Gireshet Eshto, which is the sister of Reuven, and then Sheeshtimaita Shah Hat Sarat Erva Gemura. She was at Sarat Erva. At that uh, time, 
Now, even though she divorces us subsequently, even after Shimon dies because of Tzarat Erba. However, on Dafbet, we said, and we didn't make a difference between whether it's uh, 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 before or after. Bottom line, by the time of the Yibum, once they made, the, once she was divorced, was not there, it should be permissible. So we had a big mahluk. So the Gemara gave some different answers to the question. Now the Gemara will explain the answers of that stira. Based on that stira, we're going to see that if you can, learn this mi'ut. Because what do we want to say now? answer, he said, Tabara, you can't reconcile both Mishnayot. The one that learned on that bed that said that Garashu and I don't care when, it's always going to be Muteret, is not the Mishnah and Yudgimal that makes a Chiluk that if Shimon married Levi's wife. And therefore, we have to say two different uh, opinions. Tana and our, uh, the Mishnah, or the Mishnah, I mean, the first Mishnah will say what? Savar mita mapelet. It's the death that creates the isud. And since at the time of the death, there was a divorce already, so therefore there's no achot isha. So I don't care if Shimon married the nochrit, uh, Levi's wife. Bottom line, at the time of the death of Shimon, he wasn't married to achot ishto shereuven. And therefore it should be permissible. It's the mita that is gorem. However, of the other tana says no. Nisuim Rishonim Apilim. It's the Nisuim that creates the Isu. So once Shimon married the Nukrit, right there, right there, there's a Shat Isu. No, he didn't die yet. It's the Nisuim that creates the Irvat and the Tsarat Irvat. Therefore, even though he ultimately divorces her, it doesn't matter that Sarah will not fall to Reu Ven. So if you hold that that's the Mahloket, uh, the way Rabbi Mia reconciled. So I can say, Zuhi lemeute kanas ulbesof giresh. So I have an option, which is there's one Mishnah that holds that kanas, that if Shimon married first, the Nukhrit, since already at the Sha'at Nisu'in, you created a Nisur, it remained Nisur. And then I could say, Zu, when the Mishnah said, Zuhi, this is the case of Nidgar Shah, because it's the case of Nidgar Shah, that will not be Mutar. Mm-hmm. What's the case? Aliba Diriyabiriyah, according to the Mishnah Yud Gima. That holds that if the uh, 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 Shimon made Yibum first, uh, since the Nisurin at that point is Asur, because she's married with the Tzara, with the Nukhrit and the Achot, so we have a case. But uh, if you hold like Rabbah, what did Rabbah say in that mahluk? In that stira, Ela isabala ke Rabbah Leolam had tanahu. Really, it's one tana. Vizu ve'en sarich domar zu ketani. Which means he learned the Mishnah that it's always permissible. <coughs> and it's really zu ve'en sarich domar zu. Which means, really, the Mishnah Rishona. Once you told me Nidgaresh, which sounds like all cases, I don't care whether it was be after the Yibum or even before the Yibum. He made the Yibum after the Yibum. It's gonna be Nidgashu Mutar. So that case, that's it. You don't have to say anything else. 
You're right. But we said another Mishnah to tell me a case where it was lo yibem benitkarish. Okay, but you don't have to tell me that. If already you told me the first case, which means according to Rava, in all cases, it is permissible because he holds that it is the Sha'at Nefilah that's Gorem. And since at the Sha'at Nefilah, the Yibum, there was a divorce, what do I care if Shimon was married to the Nochrit and they were together? And at that point, that point, there was no Yibum. When does the Isud Hal? So if you're going to hold like Rava, you do not have the ability to make a limi'ute. Exactly. You don't have a say, zui. This is the case where we say that Garshu muteret. If Shimon made a yibum first, it's also muteret. So therefore, what are you going to say? So Rav Nachman, I don't want to say, we could say that that way. Which means, according to Rav Nachman, let's go review. I'll repeat the question. Mm-hmm. According to Rav Nachman, that holds in the Zika. So the Kaurat, you hold in Zika, like he said in the first Mishnah. That's why you had to come out to a Ma'amar. So the Ha'ora, in the second Mishnah, in the second Mishnah, what do you have to give a case of, uh, 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 of Nitkaresh, Ve'aharkach, Met? You could have given a case even met because since there's enzika, so therefore it's not going to make a difference. So he goes, "Oh, I'll tell you, it's coming to me'ayet. It's coming to me'ayet. A case where Shimon actually married the nochrit." And you're going to say, "Hold it." According to Rabbah, that's not going to make a difference anyway because he does not mechalek between whether the 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 divorce came first or the Yibum came first. Either way, since it's Sha'at Nisu, it's not Sha'at Nisu'in that creates the Yisud, it's Sha'at Nefilah, none the less. Very good. So the Yabara says, Good. No problem, sir. So you have to say, And therefore, what's the point? made And therefore, we'll say that the Rav Nachman, the way he learns the second Mishnah, He'll apply his rule of enzika, and he will say the lemeute is coming to meute. The same case that Ibriya was mema'et, based on the way he reconciled the stira and the mishnayot. <coughs> the poah mishnah is only being matir in a case where nitkaresh va'arkach met, and then what? But nitkaresh and then 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 yibem. Mashi'enker if yibem va'nitkaresh nekara will be asur. And that's what's coming to tell me the Mishnah. It's going, according to Rav Nachman, he can subscribe our Mishnah like it had been via. Now the Gebarak Kazogan says, Ul Rava. Now, according to Rava, Rabotai, Rava holds, there's no difference. There's no difference between Nidgar Shah, Vaharkach Yibem, or Yibem, Vaharkach, Nidgaresh. In both cases, since the Shat Nefilah, it's going to be, so therefore, what's the Zuhi going to come to be Mema'et? There's no case that it's going to come to be Mema'et. So Gibran says, wait. If he holds like Rab Asher, that holds what? Yesh Zika. Oh, so then already I can say what? Zuhi Lemeute Met Belogiresh. Right. So Met 
and he didn't garish, there's a zika, that's going to be asu because of the zika. So now you're really in a pickle, because you're putting two, two leniencies together. We're going to say he holds and zika, and we're going to also hold that doesn't matter. We made you boom first or not, it's not going to make it. There was the meute, ma'azuhi the meute, ma'ai. And the Gemara says, you're forced to say, must hold like, that what yeshazika, and I will speak that out now. What does it mean yeshazika? That means we have to say the Mishnah was talking about where Shimon was mitkaresh, and then Levi died, and therefore he took Levi's wife. Levi's wife was nothing to Reuven. It's not considered sarat erva. They were not sarot and nothing. However, if Reuven, if Levi. Uh, uh, died and then Shimon the was too late because if you hold Yezika so therefore it's like they're married she becomes Sarat Ervan will not be allowed to make a, a Yibum with not the Ervan not with the Sarat so then we have to say Rava has to go like Rav Asher and now we go to the next Mishnah Matnitin Vechulan in all these cases of the 15 Arayot that we say a poter de tsarot. Right? We said if you have an arva, so it's poter de tsarot. That's bet. All the cases that we said, the 15 arayot a poter de tsarot, shehayu bahen kudushin or gerushin besafek. If let's say the um, kudushin or the gerushin that they had with the, uh, with the other wives or with these wives, was besafek hareelu tsarot holzot velom mityabmot, which means like this: When do we say that tsarot are off the hook? When there's a marriage with the erva, and which means, let's say, you know, Uven married his niece, and therefore what? He married his niece, and he has another wife. When Uven dies, so that's for that Shimon's daughter. daughter. So his daughter cannot fault him. So the tzara doesn't fault him. That's a simple case of the Mishnah. We have the case with Bat. That's where she learns the case of the Bat. However, let us say <coughs> that the kiddushin between Shimon and uh, 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 Reuven's daughter was a kiddushin misafik. So you don't know. You don't know if they were actually married. And the sad that they weren't married. She's not considered a tzarat erva. And if she's not considered tzarat erva, you can't just let her go free. You need a something. So you're there, but, 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 but you can't do a yiboom, because on the side that there was a marriage, so then already it's tzarat erva. So therefore the Mishnah says, what are you doing in that case? Hali tzah. Or, let's say he gave a gift to the daughter, to the, to, 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 to the man's daughter, to the erva, we'll call her. So if he gave a gift, but the get is safik. The get is safik. So therefore, if they get the safek, you don't know if they're still married or not. If we'll give it the case in a second. The Gemara will give a case. A case. And the Gemara will give the Mishnah will give examples. But the point is, if you have a let's say, get, let, let's say not a safek, we'll call it get midrabanan. <laughs> so it's rabbinically a get midoraita. That's not a get. So therefore, midoraita they're married. Midoraita it's not. It's not. So therefore, you have to make a halitza in that case as well. And the Gemara asks, Ketzad Safek Kiddushin. What's the case of Safek Kiddushin? Zarak La Kiddushin. 
olden days, they could throw the Kiddushin to the bride. And what? If it's closer to her, so therefore it's considered Mikudesh. If it's closer to him, it's not. What was the case over here? It was Mamash on the line. So you have a Safek, if it's Karov La or Karov Lord. That's the case of Safek Kiddushin. And what's the case of Safek Kiddushin? Katab, Bechtab Yado, Ven Alav Edi. Torah, if the husband writes to get himself, I divorce this white lady over here, he is Ne'eman, just like a, 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 a Lover is Ne'eman to say, I owe so and so a million dollars, even though there's no Edim. It's Hoda'at Ba'adin. Similarly, a person's Ne'eman in a Torah, even without Edim to say, I divorce my wife. And therefore, the rabbis made a Gizran. So that's only a Girushin, that's Medoraita, but it's not Medrabanan. And therefore, in that case, it would be a Safik. Or Yesh Alab. Edim be'end bo zman. A get that's missing zman, mena Torah is mutar, mena Baran is no good. O yesh bo zman be'end bo ela edehat. There is zman, but there's only one witness. Mena Torah again, one witness is okay because they rely on the sofer to be the second witness. But, mena Baran, they say, no, maybe the sofer will be an amaris, whatever it is, so therefore they don't count mena Baran. All these cases are what? Safek, meaning it's really a get mena Oraita, but it's not a get mena Baran. Zeu, Safek Gerushin. Okay, so now we have the case. So the Gemara begins. Ve'elu be'gerushin Safek Karov Lo Safek Karov La Lo Ketani, which means give a similar case, just like you gave the case of the Kedushin, where you have a Safek Karov Lo Safek Karov La. Why couldn't you say the same thing? The Gabe Gerushin. He threw the get to her. And we have a Safek, Karovla Migureshet, Karovlo, Era Migureshet. And we have a Safek, so they put Safek, whatever the, 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 create a Safek Girushin in the same manner that you created the Safek Kedushin. But our answer is, no, you don't. Amarava. You couldn't learn like that. Because we have a rule that's called Hazaka. Ishazu, meaning the Tsarat Erva, that we're talking about. Before the Girushin took place. Obviously when she's not divorced, but her, she has no reason why she's not Asura to go to the Shuk. She's Hazaka is, she's Muteret Lashuk, a regular lady. Before the Girushin, she has Hazaka that she was Muteret, again, if there be a get. But the point is, there's no Isur for her to marry Somebody else at that point, which means if a husband dies, which should be pissed with the shuk at that point, yes. Why? Well, why not? There's, there's no, no problem. So, therefore, since her hazaka is that she's in a situation where she's muteret the shuk, and therefore there will not be a, uh, uh, um, and, and therefore what? Uh, uh, if the baal dies, she'll be exempt from yibum and halitza. Why? Because she had sarat erva. Who's the Tzarat Erva? The, the daughter. And therefore she's permissible to marry Osra. You're coming to Osera now. Misafik. Safik lo, Safik la. Therefore say maybe the Girushin is not a Girushin. And therefore what? <coughs> I'm sorry. Maybe the Girushin is a Girushin. And therefore by saying the Girushin is a Girushin, so therefore, what? You're mandating her to make you boom, and therefore you're taking away her hazakah that she was allowed to marry. The shuk. The shuk. 
This safek lo karov, safek karov, when the get breaks a hazaka. I'll explain it again. Let's read the words. Al ta'asirin ha'misafek. By saying that she has to make you boom, you're osating her. You're taking her away from a status that she had, that she'd be able to marry anybody. Otpa. Yav Shimon. Shimon's married to the Irvav Reuven and a, and a co-wife. Beautiful. They're married. Nothing. The marriage was a full marriage. Married to both. There's no questions. Now what he do? He threw a get to the Irvav. And we have a safek karovlo karovla. So what, what do you want to say in karovlo karovla? So therefore you want to say, oh, it might be karovla. And therefore the irva might be divorced. And if she's divorced, that means that Sarah is not at Sarat irva. And therefore she's not mutal, which she was until that point. Until that point, if the, if the Shimon would have died, she's mutal ashuk. Because she's married, the irva. So you want to make a safek to break and go against the hazakah? That we will not. The other cases were just getting the oraita and the rabbanan, not safek. That's a mitziut. It's a get with oraita, but it's not a get with rabbanan. It's not a safek. Safek cannot go break a hazakah. You want to poshet the safek, karovlo, karovla, in a way that it's going to go against the hazakah that this lady had that she would be able to marry in three. Shuk. No, don't, we don't say that. So the Gemara says, Amal Abaye. So Abaye says, Why don't you say the same thing? Which means before the Kiddushin of the Irva, which is Safek, this uh, uh, Sarah was mutated to the Yabam. Because there was no Sarat Irva. That means the daughter, before he got involved, before this daughter got involved, the Irva, this Sarah was permissible to marry Reuven. Because while it was not at Sarat Irva, she was muteret to the Yahazakah, muteret liyavam. Now you want to come along and say, Safiq, Kedushin. And therefore what? Maybe the Irva was married to Shimon, and therefore that makes her a Sarat Irva. Now you cannot make a... Yeah, boom. So the Gemara says, Just like you said earlier by the get. Don't oser to the shuk, misafek. So don't oser her to the yabam, misafek. And the Gemara says, Which means, which means, she should be permissible to the yabam. Because why? We should really ma'amid her on the original hazakah, and therefore she should be permissible. We're being ma'amid to say what? No. We're being ma'amid to say, no, maybe it was karov la'an, it was karov la'an, and therefore we're not going to. So we're being ma'amid. So Gibra says, I don't understand. It's very nice to be ma'amid. Love to be ma'amid. But not if your humrah is going to come the day kula. Let's talk about the case again. <coughs> what are we basically saying? We're basically treating this case as what? This is a case of Tzarat Irva. Why? Because to get the, the Kiddushin might have been Karov La. And if the Kiddushin was Karov La, he's married to the Irva of Reuven. And therefore this becomes a Tzarat Irva. And what we Makmir? And therefore, what's the Humrah? You tell the Tzarah, even though you had a Hazakah, that you were allowed to marry the Yabam if he would have died. But we're going to be Mahmid, you can't. Beautiful. And therefore, only Halitza, not uh, Yibum. 
So Yabara says, wait, wait. That is going to come to a kula. Why? Zimnin, hai yukumra da tere de kula, zimnin da zidhu, umekadesh ta ota kedushe badai. Let's say he's going to come along, the same guy Shimon, and he's going to marry his wife's sister, this Sefik lady. He's going to take her sister in a Kiddushin, Vadai. And what's going to happen? Or, another guy is going to come, uh, a stranger, and take this Misupeket Kiddushin girl and give her a Kiddushin, Badai. Okay, and what's the problem going to come out of it? And since you just told me that what? It's asur for the tsara to make a yibum. So therefore, were you going to say what? Because it's a tsara erva. Because the kiddushin first one must have been a kiddusheh vadai. And therefore, you're not going to treat the second kiddushin as anything. Even though it is something. Understand? Understand the case again? What's going to happen? You're going to come along and say, What? What's the humrah over here? You're going to say to, 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 to the tzara, No, you boom. Mm. No, you boom. Now, what, what, what do people understand from that? No, you boom, because this is a tzara terva. Tzara mm-hmm. means that Shimon was totally married to the bat. They're not going to know sefeka. They're gonna say that she was totally married. So then when the next when, when the next guy marries or, or when he marries the sister, he's not gonna pay attention to that kiddushin. Uh. Or when somebody marries her kiddushin vadai, they're not gonna pay attention because it's not hal. But guess what? It is hal, because the first kiddushin is only a kiddushin safik, so you have to hoshesh to the second kiddushin as well. Because understand that she wasn't married in the second kiddushin. Is but the fact that you're not saying that the that you but the fact that you're calling the tzara who really was permissible to make yibum but you're being mahmir and saying oh they've only do a halitza you can cause a misinterpretation if this scenario will happen and the gemara speaks it out. Since you said the tzara to make yibum. What is he going to say? Amre te kama kedushin, and that's what makes the tzara asura udbatra lav kedushin, and that is a big problem because the second one is a kedushin safek, and then we're going to let the girl go without a get. Understand? It's going to create a problem. The second kedushin, because the second she was kedushin vaday, so therefore we're going to come along and say what. Ah, that means nothing. Why? Because she was married. Can a, can a lady be married twice? No. She can't be married to Shiva die twice. So therefore, but she guess what? She wasn't married to Shiva die in the first place. But the dean is going to confuse. Because the dean is going to say, Oh, you can't make your boom on that Sarah. Why not? Oh, Sarah Terva. Oh, Sarah Terva. But the Gibbara then says, But what are you talking about? You have to make Halitza. That should tell the people. The people should see that you make Halitza. Why would you make a Halitza and not a Yibum? The fact that we're matzlik ha'itza that shows you have a safer kuk kebad de kam matzlik ha'itza medayad ed humra be'almau. That's the Gemara's question, right? Let's say the the, the the humra will be discerned from the ha'itza. So the Gemara comes along and says, 
Ihachi, which means if that's the case, Girushin Nameletne, Venetsreke Halitza, Umeda Yadre de Humra Beal Mahu. Okay, since this is a, another daf, we will stop over here.